All right, homie. Welcome to the podcast, Joni. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for being with us. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, this is, I guess this is the first time we've all, well, I don't know about you two, this is the first time we've uh, congregated in, well, in sort of real life. Yeah. <laughs> Still so much distance between us. But. Not a whole lot. Not I don't a whole lot. It's literally like two and a half hours, which kind of makes it funnier. Like, you're two and a half hours away, but <laughs> we're still talking to you. I feel you. like I've known you my whole life. <laughs> Same. I feel like we're old pals, honestly. We yeah. are. We are old pals. I mean, yeah, and you're from this part of the world. You're from Breathitt County. Good old Breathitt County. <laughs> When's the last time you've been back? Um, Honestly, oh, I went home for like a day over spring break, and before that it had been Christmas, so it's been about two months. Um, for a very short visit. Yeah. How's your mother doing? She's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of your mom's Facebook page, I gotta say. My mom is the best. <laughs> she's, she's got I don't pretty... think I've ever stumbled upon it. Yeah, Wait, it's... are you and my mom Facebook friends? <laughs> We're not Facebook friends. <laughs> but I do keep tabs on her Facebook page. <laughs> is that weird? That's weird. <laughs> it's awesome. Um. So, Tom, if you don't know my mom, uh, her name was Mawasha, and she's, like, Indian as fuck, and she's really into, like, uh, granny woman, like, witchy shit, and, uh, I don't know, she's weird as hell, but she's really cool. (laughs) (laughs) Very witchy. (laughs) I I do love good witch. (laughs) Like, she's a social worker, but she also, like, has a soap company in, like, her free time, but she, like, goes out in her yard during full moon and like cast spells and shit (laughs) well i don't know how to spell that but you should definitely like (laughs) tell us how to spell that so i can check her out it's like i just cold friend her like remember like when you used to do that with yeah people back in the day i've been um i've been thinking about that a lot lately because it still happens to me quite often i'm sure it still happens to y'all you get cold friended right what is cold friended i don't know what that means just like friended out of the blue by somebody either that you don't know, don't know, or that's like you like. I guess it could be that you know of. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but right, you have mutual friends, sorta. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think being a girl is a lot different being cold friended than when you're a guy. <laughs> yeah, I would say more 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 fear of unsolicited dick pics, I would imagine. Yes. <laughs> Most I'd say 90% of those cold ads are thirst driven. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever thirst uh, thirst added anybody? I think I've done it already today at least once. <laughs> with Joni's mom? <laughs> yeah, with Joni's mom. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hope she never listens to this. I'll be ashamed of myself. <laughs> She's absolutely going to listen to this. <laughs> Well, uh, in that case, <laughs> anyways, um, yes, though, um, I've thirst-friended uh, people because, like... Did you ever parlay a thirst friend into, like, a date or or something more, uh, more of, a, of a more carnal nature? I would like to know the statistics on this. Like, I'd like to know how many successful relationships come out of, like... Thirst, <laughs> just cold. <laughs> what do you think about this? I think my relationship kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> so we have we have a test case. Here. Well, I think honestly, now that I think about it, Jenny, like I think the like all my past relationships in the last three years or so have probably germinated in some way online. I was thinking about this too, just not specifically just for meeting online, but. Maybe we have mutual friends and we're Facebook friends because of that. And then I see them out and I'm like, oh, you're so-and-so from Facebook. And then we start that way. Not specifically just like, hey, babe, what's up on Facebook? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Because interacting with people is hard and it's awkward. And so, (laughs) but it's a lot easier just to fucking hit that, smash that click button, that that like button or the friend button. What what are you projecting? What are you saying when you do that? though? (laughs) That encounters are hard and uh i mean it's hard to talk to people (laughs) i'm trying to get to know you but i'm a little bit shy or what yeah i think so 
I want you to try to get to know me, but I'm never going to try to get to know you first. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly really, right. That's a really good point. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, we met online, though. Me and you did, Joni. We did. Yeah. Um, I don't remember how. Twitter algorithms, probably. Was it? Was it Twitter? <laughs> I'm sure it was. I think it was. I think a lot of people... I would like to know how many podcasts that are out right now have started because people just met online and dis- discovered <laughs> that Chapo started that way. Yeah, right? that they have mutual, fr- you know, that they have things in common and they can talk really well. And I'd say it's a majority. Yeah, I think I don't know, like people you meet online, you have a lot more in common with. I think because you choose those people instead of just kind of like accidentally being born close to each other, you know. Right. Yeah. And I think that something about Twitter which I've had a lot of thoughts lately about getting off of it because it's a fucking hellhole. <laughs> but it's just getting good now. <laughs> but uh, there's something about interactions on Twitter that it allows um, a much more accurate mirroring of how interaction actually works because I think it's because of this word character limit. Whereas on Facebook, there's no there's no limit to anything you can say. So you know, and every person needs an editor, whether it's a hundred forty word limit or someone sitting in an office at fucking Esquire magazine. Every person needs an editor, but on Facebook, that there is no editor, so you just fucking <laughs> let it all out, and it's never a good representation of who you really are. And and then with like the uh, like the time hop thing, yeah, you get like the cringeworthy reminders of how stupid you were in like two thousand six. Yep. So time hop is the worst happened to me like fuck a bunch of time hops. oh god yeah i'm with you on that yeah I, I saw a time hop the other day where i said that people need to think socratically about it and when i saw that i was like what in the fuck dude you're, you're better than that sexton oh that's so fucking good that well that and i just don't know what it means <laughs> really when me and when me and Tom lived together, there were several times, and I don't know if you do this with your friends, but there are several times when, like, we would go back in time and read old Facebook statuses and just fucking just, like, cringe, just like, oh, like, Absolutely. yeah, I think everybody does that. <laughs> what, what were some um, of your greatest hits? Well, on my time hop today, I checked it right before we did this, actually, which is weird, but I got... Me and my friend Shauna got our nipples pierced like three or four years ago today. On this day? <laughs> on this day. On this day in history. And you're on a podcast on this day in history. Yes. <laughs> that's fucking great. How fucking that is, fun. That's too good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, a lot of mine were like... Uh, a lot of the ones I'm really embarrassed about are like really rabid atheists, you know, like... Uh, or like pro Obama stuff, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like around two thousand nine, two thousand ten, I was just kind of your sort of pro Obama stuff on mine too. I'm just kind of nobody remembers that. Oh God, yeah. I had a bad one. Like somebody was going off on like it was like you know some kind of war on coal, blah 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 shit, and I I commented, and this it showed up on my time hop too, and it was like I said something like. Don't speak that way about the president of the United States. <laughs> the of office. course, it came back to bite me. Now, like the yeah. office, you're yeah. not going to respect the, the man. Office At least respect the respect. office. Yeah, that kind of shit. <laughs> That's just funny. So now I, I try to delete them whenever they pop up like that, just to erase the record. Yeah. So on that note, there was something I was going to talk about on Facebook, and I and I texted you about this, Joni, um, but like. <laughs> Facebook can be a place of um, interest, and uh, it can also be a very creepy place and a very terrifying place and all these other things. But um, you do kind of come across, like, personalities every now and then that are sort of, like, larger than life, or at least larger than Facebook. And I, I was trying to figure out how to tee up this, like, segment without seeming like I was making fun of anybody or punching down anybody, because I'm not. I don't mean this in, a, like, a... Mean way, or but anything. if it comes to that, <laughs> well, we're not we're not above punching. There's been a few times that I've 
and I don't know if you do this, but um, but do you have like certain accounts that are sort of inside jokes with you and your friends? And I'm not not talking about groups. I'm talking about individual human beings. Yes, one hundred percent. Tom and I had uh, an inside joke of um, a local amateur weatherman who um, you may know this guy. So. Is he on Twitter? He might, he might. If he's God, on Twitter, he's on Twitter I, I gotta see that <laughs> if he is, because I bet he's wonder. He would be wonderful on Twitter. Oh yeah, some people are built for it, you know. Oh yeah, I just know an amateur weatherman on on Twitter from East Kentucky, so it might be the same guy. I don't know. Oh <laughs> my God, what's his uh, what's his name? I don't know. I'd have to look All it right. up, but. Please tell me about him. Uh, Maybe the same dude. His name is um, Johnny Mullins. Johnny Mullins. Weathered by Johnny Mullins. Weathered by Johnny Mullins. Um, and you may <laughs> he he rose to notoriety um, sometime around election day when you know all those wildfires that were going on, like in Eastern Kentucky. Yeah. There's a uh, a school of thought, and that school of thought is like the, law. the state fire marshal. <laughs> <laughs> the state police. <laughs> the state police happened to think that uh, that uh, our own Johnny Mullins weatherman may have been the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the the progenitor of those um, so fires. <laughs> Tom and I to to make his own weather reports out of them. Yeah, Tom and I had this inside joke about this guy for the longest time that he, years for the years years that he would be the type of person to like start a fire or do something crazy and then sort of. Filament for in art imitating life, it actually it actually happens. came to pass this past year, allegedly. Well, allegedly, he admits to it. I think he oh, does. He cop to it now. He, he doesn't deny it. Okay, so. well, so, but it's so good. You got to go. to I don't know if his uh, archives are still up or not. Yeah, but it was like, uh, how did he say it when he came on the scene? Oh, uh, Johnny Mullins weather here. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy. He's got no background. He's not like, who is it that you follow on Twitter that you and your friends are always, is it Chris Bailey? Chris Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Chris Bailey. With Chris w-, w. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah. He's not, he, he's not that guy. Like, Chris he Bailey. Does... He's my hero. Like, yeah. I have such a crush on Chris Bailey. The weather. <laughs> uh, Chris Bailey's the man. Check if you're a teacher. Yeah. If you've ever been a teacher, Chris Bailey's like you. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, he's not. So Johnny Mullins isn't like Chris Bailey. He's like that. Um, what is Johnny Mullins? <laughs> he's just a regular ass dude, just like us. <laughs> <laughs> he's just one of us, man. Yeah. I wish that he was a little more like <laughs> Appalachian. Like, if you're gonna be an amateur weatherman, at least incorporate some of the cultural mores of the society around you. Like, I wish he would talk about like woolly worms and shit, but he or does some sort of witchcraft. <laughs> He uses like pseudoscience. Well, not even that. It's like it's almost like he just like um, it's like he watches Chris Bailey and like adopts like his like mannerisms and gestures and everything. <laughs> but then just like comes up with these wild ass conclusions. It'll be like uh, sixty three degrees today and partly cloudy. Um, looks like we might be having tornadoes later. Yeah, uh, right. You know, just right. Like, it's just like. <laughs> It's never like it's never just like uh, you know it's just gonna be a ho hum cloudy day. It's gonna be like death and despair and agony's coming our way surely. You gotta get those clicks. Yeah, it's true. He's just Part, partly cloudy days. Don't get the likes, do? No. <laughs> um. Well, so anyways, um. Yeah. So I've got a creepy story, and maybe you guys have a an equivalent. Maybe I can just throw something out there and you can pick up on it. Um, when I was in college, <clears throat> me and my friend Mahmoud, I don't know how he, when he, how he like found this out, but he sent me this Facebook page of a woman. Her name was Karen Catherine Waldegrave. It's spelled K-A-R-I-N, and um, I remember this specifically for two weeks in my life like I followed this woman's Facebook page like obsessively because she lived in like Ontario she lived in Canada or something like that like right on the US Canadian border 
and um, she would have all these crazy Facebook statuses about like how she was being targeted by the CIA and, and various United States intelligence agencies. Hey, I know about this. You know about this? Yeah, I saw this on Reddit or something. Like somebody yeah. had archived her Facebook and like yeah. had all her posts and shit. Yes. And then she just like disappeared. Fucking vanished. Fucking vanished. Like, (laughs) so me and my friend Mahmoud were following this, like, in real time. Like, she would put Facebook statuses out, and, like, they would be fucking crazy. Like, they would just, she would go on and on about, like, the Habsburg dynasty and, like, the fucking uh, Iranian, um, like, Ayatollahs. You know what I mean? Like, she would just go into these crazy rants. And, And people would be like, well, it's either a spoof. Like, or, uh, you know, it's either, like, a parody page or she's, like, schizophrenic, like, insane. Yeah. I don't think it was a parody page because, like you just said, Joni, like, all of her shit is archived and you can go see it. Like, it's also specific and the pictures were of actual people, but they were fucking creepy as shit, man. Like, they were, like, like, water damaged. Water, they had water damaged to them and they had been, like, burned and stuff and, like... Is is this still never been resolved? Like what happened to her to this day? Is that kind of like so it got the ultimate cliffhanger? It got stuck on like 4chan, which is like the fucking internet pit of cesspool. Cesspool is the worst <laughs> fucking place. It never and it, I think it did eventually go to Reddit. Someone actually eventually tried to find her house because they were thinking maybe she was in trouble or something. Maybe she actually was being fucking held hostage or something, and that the intelligence community was after. Her. I don't know, but like. It gives you just one of those rare windows into, like, an internet moment. You know, we've all, as a small town, there are internet moments. You know, there are, like, Facebook events. Oh, God. Are there? You know what I'm talking about, Jenny? Like, when your friends, like, something big happens online. (laughs) Do you have any internet moments? (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of any off the top of my head. I have a creepy... A creepy internet thing. Um, I don't know if these two things are related, but they have to be. Um, and I'm pretty sure I told Terrence about this when it was happening, like <laughs> a year ago, maybe maybe a year and a half. Ago. Yes, I yes, I but do remember I a, this. I get a phone call one night, and they're like, "Hey, Joni, what's up?" And I'm like, "Nothing." And I'm I don't want to be rude and be like, "Who is this?" Because I never say phone numbers. Like I'm the fucking worst. And yeah. Um, they just keep talking to me. They're like, I'm just hanging out. What are, what are you doing? Are you at home? And I was like... And you're trying to like figure yeah, out who this is using all the little clues. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get some context clues to figure out who this person is. And they won't tell me. Eventually, I'm like, who is this? And they're like, oh, you know. And I'm like, no, I really don't. <laughs> and they were like, actually, um, I just got your number off the internet. You seem like a cool person. I thought that I would just like give you a call and see what was up. And I'm like, it's weird as fuck, but okay, I got to go now. And they were like, are you at home? I would really like to like come hang out with you. And I'm like, which was a total lie. I was home alone, but I was fine. (laughs) It was a dark and stormy. And then like two days later, um, my friend Gentry lived like one street over from us and um, he was dating my friend Heather. They come home from like the bar one night or something. They go in their house and this girl is just asleep on their couch and it's like two o'clock in the morning and they wake her up and they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? (laughs) And she's like, oh, I just, I just got, um, I was really cold. I was walking home from the bar and I was really cold and I was just like trying to open doors to see where I could get in and I got in here. But the thing is like their apartment was the upstairs part of this house and the entrance was around the back. Like you can't just kind of see it off the street, you know? Right. And yeah, it's uh, just, yeah. I don't know if it was the same girl cause I wasn't there, but I mean, they happened like two days apart. I'm thinking this girl was trying to like murder me or something yeah, that's pretty Whoa, yeah. okay so the person that called you i wrongly <laughs> assumed was a male right there's a twist to the story <laughs> that is fucked <laughs> although i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like uh cast dispersions on her because one time i got really fucked up and uh <laughs> i walked into alumni tower in moorhead where i lived on the seventh floor 
And then, I, but I passed out on a futon on the sixth floor. And when I came to, this guy was just on his computer, like looking back at me. And he was just like, I was just like, dude, I'm so fucking sorry. He's like, oh man, you you just you you look real peaceful there. I didn't want to bother you. <laughs> so he was cool about it. But anyway, I've 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 been the creepy girl in question. Well, I like to think that the call and the girl were connected. I mean. That is a really good fucking story. I'm going to stick that in my back pocket for like a Halloween yeah. type thing. <laughs> yeah, I remember you... Te- I was... Re- I'm just going to pretend it's my story, though. I, yeah, I was receiving live tweets about this. I be- live texts about this, I, I do believe. It's something... I remember it happening yeah. while it was happening. I told you Right. I told you about the phone call when it happened, and a couple of months later, I'm like, yo, Terrence, remember that girl who called me? I think she broke into my friend's house. <laughs> But you haven't heard hiding her hair from her since, right? Not a word. And what would be the ultimate is if that was really Karen Catherine Waldegrave. Yes. It just it just comes full circle. She's fucking. Shit. Although if if she had passed out on your friend's couch, that would that would have broke the internet. She's right? <clears throat> targeting all my friends. I'm gonna start taking them out one by one as she gets closer and closer to me. And then one day I'm just gonna wake up and she's just gonna be standing. Standing there. on me. Hello, Terrence. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, Terrence. <laughs> that is real fucking weird. Yeah. Man, that creeps me the fuck out. Um, something that I was thinking about the other day. This isn't so much creepy as it is just sort of, eh, like. Lack of days going. <laughs> um, I don't know if you all ever did this, but um, this is a found a foundational part of my sexual awakening. Was <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I don't know if I signed up for this. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever like got on, um, like chat rooms oh. and like si- had cyber sex with people <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is very weird and awkward oh, yeah. for me to talk about so i'm not going to go into detail all i'm going to say is that have you ever thought about like if someone that like you had cyber sex with when you were like 12 years old like you might be married to them now like you or you maybe they're your best friend or you would have no fucking idea that <laughs> Would be fucking crazy. I've I've thought about that. Like me and what if me and Tom have cyber sexed? <laughs> <laughs> you 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 were pretending to be Vivian thirty four in uh, Miami. Strawberry blonde hair, <laughs> blue eyes. <laughs> Dude, I I was in a uh, I was probably I'm gonna tell on myself a little bit here. Uh, I was probably like twelve or thirteen, and. Uh, me and Tyrone used to go to the community college and get on, like, the attic, I think, was one of the big <laughs> chat rooms. Like, you know, all these chat rooms? Yes. I had I had girlfriends in Pensacola, Florida, and York, Pennsylvania, that would, like, mail me letters and pictures to my home address. But they were actually, like, girls my own age, though, luckily. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily. I mean, but it was always weird, like, oh, I love you so much and all this stuff. And then, like... I'm just laughing because it's so... Tr- and if at that time, I don't know, sometimes you would take it a step further. You'd be like, "Hey, hey, baby, here's my aim handle." <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did. We weren't. We didn't have aim at the time. I wasn't that. Yeah. Or MSN or whatever. Yeah. So if you're out there, uh, Francesca Navarro Sanchez, <laughs> or or Christine Ramirez, apparently I had a thing for Latin women. <laughs> Holler at me, baby. I thought you were gonna say like. Britney Spears, eight five nine. What was your What was your handle? Did you have a good handle? Oh, fuck. Um, it's like drummer boy. Yeah, I was in a punk band called the Screaming Turtleheads for so for a while. My that was my handle. <laughs> Just not a <laughs> screaming turtlehead singular. Or? No, it's turtleheads plural. You represented the whole yeah. crew. Um. Did you do? Did you do this? I mean, you don't have to, like I said, talk about it. It's embarrassing as fuck. But did, I mean, I have to assume that a lot of adolescents probably did this, right? It was a thing that we would do, like when I had friends over, we would all gather around the computer and like get on Omegle and just like fuck with like pedophiles, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Or like kids like me and Tom, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Our girlfriends were five. 
groups were five women in a single group just being like, yeah, say that. Say, say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't do that with friends as a group, but I definitely did that with chat roulette because like that shit as like as a group activity was fucking hilarious. Oh yeah. Chat roulette taught me more about male anatomy than any like class ever did. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. <laughs> Is that the one where like it just pops up a different screen and it's like yeah, well, you have a different to hit... naked person every time or something. Yeah, like you can hit the button and it just sort of scrambles you around to somebody else. And uh, but like I remember meeting people on it. Like me and my friends would get on it like on a Friday night. Like we'd be fucked up and we'd just get on it. And we'd like talk to people in Germany. Seriously, we would just and like you know you'd just be talking and and or or just hanging out, like just drinking, watching TV, partying, dancing. And you'd have people on the chat roulette, and they would just be watching you, or you'd be talking to them. Or it was just really one of those. I mean, but there were there were ninety five percent of the interactions were dicks, like, <laughs> dudes jerking off in the cameras. <laughs> um. So, so yeah, no, that was uh, yeah. Um, don't really have any where to go. I'll tell you where. I mean, I might be. Showing my age a little bit here, but I really thrived on ICQ. Did you guys have ICQ? I didn't. Was that something that was, was that maybe a little bit before your time, Johnny? Yeah, I think I'm too young for ICQ. No, ICQ was. <laughs> I forget there's a generational divide here, even between me and you, I think. You didn't even, you didn't have ICQ I, I didn't have ICQ. No, I had MSN Messenger and AIM and, uh, but you know, I think the kids older than us had ICQ yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Well, whatever. Guys <laughs> <laughs> are fucking dicks. My brother tells me that young the the youths don't even use Facebook anymore. Which, if that's true, they're gonna fucking rule the world. They're gonna fucking. <laughs> oh God, they're ahead of the curve. They're ahead they? of the curve. <laughs> I don't know. What do you? What is that true? Am I the youth? No, you're not the youth, really. Like you're kind of. What, you're 24? 25? 23. 23. I would say the youth are like 19 and 20. Yeah. I know that the younger the person is, the less that they use Facebook. Like, I've noticed that. Like, the kids who were freshmen when I was in high school, like when I was a senior, yeah. like, none of them are on Facebook. Yeah. That yeah. would be like my brother's group of people. They're like Twitter famous. But they don't have a Facebook. <laughs> yeah, they got like 60,000 Twitter followers. Yeah, but... like the damn Daniel thing was like, uh, got like, it was huge. It was just like little shithead high school kids just being like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I still think that's pretty brilliant. It was fucking great. <laughs> I loved it. I usually hate those moments, but I love that one. Yeah, it was a good one. What I want to talk about is Tinder. Okay. <laughs> yes. I yes. wanted to do like a Tinder report in some ways. How is it out there? I've I've been out of the alley now for uh, about a year and a half. So what's 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 been going out there in the Tinder world? Well, my favorite thing is like I'm used to Tinder in like the Richmond Lexington area where there's you know a lot of people that I don't know. Yeah. Even though I've lived here a few years. Um, but then I like to go home when I like visit my mom and get on Tinder in Breathitt County and it's a whole different like animal, every, sure. sing <laughs> every single person I've known my entire life. And like, it's really funny to see someone you've known for like 20 years writing a Tinder bio. Oh. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, yeah, I love hunting and fishing and beer and all this. And I'm like, you will never be cool in my eyes. Right. Like you're the one in like Miss Carpenter's room in the second grade like you're not cool <laughs> yeah you you knew them before the tinder bio yeah alright <laughs> that is so Just true the difference between like small town tinder and like city tinder my favorite thing oh yeah that happens to me every time I go home for Christmas yeah no it's weird it really is Joni and like uh what is even weirder in some ways is that there's, like, a certain language for Tinder. Um, like, obviously, there's, like, the INFP thing, and, you know, people want to, like, you know, categorize yeah. themselves. Wait, wait, wait. So, I never I, I never inquired as to what those meant when I was on there. Well, 
do tell me do tell me the the acronyms and so forth. It's like your personality type, and there's like four. Oh, traits. that's the personality it's test. Like, yeah. Like I okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. I think I actually it's been a few years, but I think I was an INFP. That sounds that sounds familiar to me. <laughs> I would like to know what Trump thinks his is. Not what Trump's objectively is, but what he thinks it is. And then he could put that on his Twitter page. Did y'all see that he put that tweet on his head? About him being innocent or whatever <laughs> in his banner. <laughs> Dude, I don't even... Yeah, that's just... He's not He's not hiding his hand very well, is he? <laughs> yeah, we live in a truly bizarre time. Um, but anyways... Yeah, so, like, there's the whole, like, personality type thing that people like to use. That's which, such a niche thing, really. That's so weird that, like... I think it comes from this... I think it comes from this place of um, this very sort of, like, neoliberal, corporatized mindset. I don't have any like other way to... What's your mood color, like, orange or, yeah. you know, like, all that kind of shit. It's hard for some people to talk about themselves. Uh, yeah. And so you kind of have to have like a certain sort of like pre-formulated way, uh, prefigured way to do it. To do that, yeah. Um, but also, yeah, I don't know. It's also just uh, really hard to know who you are. <laughs> all I, all now that you've jogged my memory, all I remember about that is that I shared a personality type with both Bill Clinton and Nelson Mandela. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me as a person. But. Well, uh, it means you're gonna. It means you're either going to destroy welfare or lead us to the promised land. <laughs> I'm a fucking. I don't know. Poontown revolutionary. Or that, yeah, <laughs> blending of the two. I prefer to think of myself as that. Anyway. Yeah. No. So yeah, you got that. And what else? Um. My favorite shit, my favorite shit is when people are like, I'm fluent in sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. People really don't know how to talk about themselves, do they? It's hard. It's hard to talk about yourself. But that phrase has stuck around for so long because I literally remember that being in people's like MySpace bios. <laughs> Years ago. <laughs> You're right. That is from the internet's earliest days. Yeah. From when we first started talking about ourselves, and it stuck around. <laughs> I'm I'm equal parts sass, sarcasm, and country, or right. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very good point. Especially, you know, another part about the rural, um the rural tinder thing is here uh there's a lot of people holding deer heads and stuff but when i go home it's all rodeo baby you should be showing me the rodeo <laughs> yeah, girl i sent i sent tom screenshots of the rodeo i mean like the rodeo girls and it's just like this this chick had like a fucking like was putting panties on a pig or some shit um yeah no uh that's hard shit like honestly like, that's an untold story. <laughs> Al Jazeera needs to do a story on, like... Because, like, I went to high school with girls who would do the roping. You know, that shit is fucking crazy. I mean, like, you ride a horse, you fucking rope a goddamn calf, you have to get off, it's, like, kicking you in the face, and you have to fucking tie it up. <laughs> that's fucking... Yeah, that's, that's just wild. What what chance do you stand in a relationship with somebody like that? <laughs> yeah, uh, me personally. Um, <laughs> that's not bode well for you, my friend. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Could be fun, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but um the the one thing I remember about Tinder, like local Tinder that I always thought was crazy, was like you you generally like know pretty much everybody or know of everybody, like in the at least six degrees of separation sort of way. And then like out of nowhere you'll get like one of these like like super fucking sexy bots that you <laughs> yeah. just that you just want to be real. That's another thing I wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> The fucking the bots in rural areas have to be like what? What do you think's going on there? It's like nobody at fucking Jenkins, Kentucky looks like that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, what's going on? What do you think's going on there? Honestly, I think a lot of it. Okay, I'd say it's half and half. Half is someone trying to scam like 
rural people who they think are dumb. The other half is like today's version of like 13 year old girls getting on Omegle and like posing as like hot grownups. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing. It's just evolved. Yes. it's uh, evolved. That makes total sense. Because all the time, like they make Facebook profiles to make the Tinder profiles and I'll get a friend request from like, Ashley Johnson and we've got 80 mutual friends and she's from Breathitt County but she's a supermodel and I've never seen her before. <laughs> yeah, it used to be the fact it used to be the case that like bots were named like Yi Ping and they were from like Hong Kong, you know, or wherever. Right. There are some though that are fucking hilarious. Like the names themselves are so fabricated. Oh yeah. They're like um Gosh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I want I want to ask you I want to ask you a serious question here. What? Have you ever got a a fifty fifty bot and got okie ducked by it? <laughs> yeah, I've been okie ducked by, by a few, <laughs> few bots. <laughs> I mean, I've never given them like credit card information or anything. No, but, but I'm saying like <laughs> like you definitely mash and you're like yeah yeah. What have I got to lose? It's so- <laughs> <laughs> what if what if the hottest woman in the world actually does reside in Neon, Kentucky. <laughs> Listen, it's fucking... And I just blow her off. Who am I? I just, you know, this is something that really doesn't get talked about a whole lot, but, I mean, it's hard to date people in small towns and rural areas. Like, it's fucking hard. Yeah. It really is. It really is. Because, like, it's kind of like high school. I mean, it's like everybody still knows your shit and, like... Well, I moved out of... Um, Breathitt County when I was 18 like I went straight into college so I wasn't really around when I was like prom dating age yeah but even in high school almost all the boys that I would talk to or go out with <clears throat> were from Hazard because that was like the exotic <laughs> place to go with yes <laughs> yes we had that too it was where I grew up Lovington <laughs> where Brian Urlacher is from and everybody in Lovington was hot <laughs> Yeah, everybody in Hazard was hot. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Everyone in Hazard was so cool and like exotic, and they had a bowling alley. Like you could go on a date. Yeah, we used to, we used to go cruise Perry County Park. Like oh in, yeah, like oh, in yeah, a busted absolutely. ass topaz bumping like the big timers or something. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's badass. God, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad things didn't really change that much from. Uh, your generation to mine. <laughs> Hazard's always been kind of little, little cool and just edgy enough too. Oh you know? yeah. So, on the theme of talking about yourself, though, um, I kind of like I'm really pissed off about how so many people think that this is just a millennial thing, that like we're obsessed with ourselves because of the internet and like. I just want to state for the record, for like fucking posterity, eternity, like fuck every single person that says that. And that was not us. That was the fucking hippies. That was the fucking baby boomers. Oh yeah. Who became who started the whole cult of self thing? Like they're way worse about it than we are. Oh, a hundred percent. Like the whole like um, sort of like fitness culture and like you know like um, being obsessed with your own sort of like personal fitness and your own personal brand and like your personality type and all this like that started in the fucking 70s like that was not something that like we just fucking came up with because we're obsessed with ourselves it still it still carries on today though like i don't know maybe if i had that v cut and you know an eight pack i'd probably feel differently about it but i've always found it a little strange right that like people like that's it's like people that that's like their go to Facebook profile, you know, it's like them with like, you know, their best uh you know, their fucking wax stuff or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like got their Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The whole like bodybuilding dudes that right. are really into that. <laughs> right. 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 Traps right. were popping nice one day, so they just decided to Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, I'll go with that one as my profile. Right. Um, yeah, no, we didn't start Tell I'm not bitter at all though. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it's kind of something that like I don't know. I just think it's, it's something that is unfairly pushed off onto uh, to our generation. And I also think it's not like vanity is not a new thing, you know. Like even back in the fucking Renaissance, you know, <laughs> you would have fucking oil paintings of yourself like hanging in your fucking hat, <laughs> yeah. which take 
like days to complete <laughs> years sometimes. yeah i can yeah. make a selfie in like five seconds and post it on instagram for everyone to look at but yeah. like having a painting of yourself like that is a lot of effort and i don't hang up my selfies in my own fucking house right yeah, right and you don't pay somebody to yeah. do that going back even further than that like some some person walked the earth one time and called himself Jesus Christ like that person said that he was the savior of humanity what's more vain than that that's a lot to put on yourself too a lot of gravity to put on yourself too it's like, i don't know maybe my heavenly father sent me on this mission you know be a little more humble <laughs> which you know we're big fans of Jesus Christ on this show Big shouts to Jesus Christ, but yeah. uh, but there's nothing wrong with being into yourself. <laughs> no, I, there's nothing wrong with liking yourself. Definitely, uh, it's really really hard to like yourself. I don't know if anybody really does. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just kind of a like fake it till you make it kind of thing, like. You post the picture on Instagram and you're like, "Look how hot I am," and then everyone's like, "Look how hot you are," and you're like, "You know, maybe I am hot." <laughs> yeah, it's 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 that feedback loop. It's yeah. good. it's good in a lot of ways. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm not mad at the the vanity. Yeah, same here. I'm not mad at it. And even like the people that you know, like maybe should probably think twice about something like that. I, I even applaud them, you know, just for having that, you know. Yeah, I'm not gonna let any but society define what I should look like, you yeah. know. And yeah, somewhere somebody's gonna enjoy looking at me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, me too. But you're totally right. I'm. Uh, could you imagine sitting in a in a chamber in <laughs> a medieval chamber, like looking at yourself in a mirror and like painting <laughs> your each and like like every last detail? <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Totally weird. I'd like paint a picture of me like wrestling a bull to the ground or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Wearing some sort of a skirt. Yeah, totally. That's just what I'd do. Be ripped off shit too. Speaking of that, on that notion on that um on that note, recently um I was in Na- uh, Gatlinburg and we had stayed at this cabin and my favorite shit ever is when you walk in somewhere and I'm gently ribbing my mother because she does this shit. Uh, like, when you walk in and they have pillows with, like, quotations on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, Ephesians 4.27 or something like that, and it'll have some crazy, <laughs> crazy quote or something like yeah. that. And it just made me wonder, like, if that is a modern thing or if... Back then, I wonder if Jesus ever walked into anybody's house hey, and was bro. just yeah, it's like or well, well, something to get you through the day. Or he like saw like a stone tablet or something and was like, "What the fuck is this? What <laughs> the fuck is this? You got my man's Pe- Peter's words on here and not mine." <laughs> like, oh, that's not gonna do. <laughs> that's not gonna fly. They put my shit in red. Yeah, put my shit in red. <laughs> um. I think it'd be fun to start like a little cottage industry where we make like all these like tacky like wall ornaments and pillows and shit, but we would put like like just nondescript, non applicable Bible verses on it. It would be like the inspirational shit. Yeah. yeah. It'd just be like Jesus wept. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like a fucking I don't know. Or I would do I would do my house every pillow in my house would have a verse from Revelations. <laughs> so it's like the blood poured forth from the headless bot. The whore of Babylon. The whore of Babylon and the four hours. People are like, this dude is fucking wild. Uh, the whore of Babylon always sounded like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Badass anyway. Did you grow up in the church? No, I did not. Yeah. Like, my mom's a heathen, and she never made me do that shit. <laughs> you dodged a bullet there. You dodged a bullet. I went, like, a couple of times with, like, grandparents. Um, I remember being singled out as fuck when I was in the third grade. My teacher, Mr. Back, we were, like, watching a movie in class. I think it was, like, Willy Wonka. And he paused it. He was like, I just want to take a poll here. How many of you all go to church? And, like, literally fucking everyone (laughs) raised their hands except for me, which is not okay to ask. No. That's fucked up. (laughs) Everyone else raised their hands except for me, so I was just like... Totally, like I raised my hand too. 
And he's like, Joni, I didn't know you go to church. Where do you go to church at? And I was like, oh, it's uh, in, it's on uh, Hunting Creek. Uh, you don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> primitive, primitive Baptist. Baptist okay. like super primitive. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what kind of churches do they have in Breathitt County? <laughs> Uh, we have a snake handle in church. Yeah. At least one that I know of. Um, there's Pentecostals, Baptists. I don't know. There's the Catholic right. Church besides beside the KFC Taco Bell. Yes. Which is a Catholic. rare fixture of uh, rural eastern Kentucky. Yeah, there's not a Catholic church in Whitesburg, I don't think. In Jenkins, there's one. But you don't see I've them very often. I've only one person who went to the Catholic church. Um, he was Andy Griffith. He was and what? You cut out there for a second. He was Andy Griffith. His name is Andy Griffith. Oh, I mean, it's like he was the Andy Griffith. <laughs> but he's easily the weirdest person that I've ever met in my life. And so I just associate that kind of person with the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church. <laughs> I kind of... Yeah, the Catholic Church is, is kind of fascinating. Catholic Catholicism was like the predominant religion where I'm from. Well, I don't want to say... Yeah, I'd say it's probably rivals um, Southern Baptism and Protestantism, and um, it's pretty fascinating. <laughs> but it's just like I love it. <laughs> All right, so this is a little secret. I've I said this really in a really creepy way. Let me back out. Let me back out for a second. When I was in high school, like all the Catholic people were like the ones that were known to fuck. Like all the Catholic, all, like all my Catholic <laughs> friends were fucking, and it was like, and I was just like, you know, if you could land your Catholic girl, you were in. Yeah, yeah, or like my Catholic best, like my guys' friends that were Catholic, they were all fucking. Like, oh, that's true. They and were drinking. <laughs> my friend Tim got kicked out of Catholic. He got in severe trouble in Catholic school for writing a, a letter to the Red Shoe Diaries. You remember that fucking soft core porn <laughs> <Yeah>. show <laughs> he wrote a, he wrote an erotic letter to the red letter diaries or whatever yeah. and it got and he got caught by his like headmaster at his catholic school anyways they were fucking deviants and i was just like why do y'all get the fuck like i don't get the fuck i just couldn't really like i mean i could have if i wanted to but like <laughs> the whole like, catholics kind of have this like you know you're sort of like the whole free will thing of Protestantism, of giving you the choice to, like, determine your own salvation, really kind of ha has this weird effect on your sexual, uh, well, well, really, on, like, just sort of, like, becoming sexually active in general. Whereas, like, the Catholics, like, you do something, you go, you confess, you do ten Hail Marys, and, like, that's kind of it. It's a very transactional thing. Whereas, like, well, Protestants... we have to, like, hate ourselves yes. for, like, 60 days. Yes, you fucking <laughs> internalize this self-loathing and hatred, and it's just very fucking... <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I don't know where we... Yeah. Imagine trying to put You're all this... You're perfectly in... well-adjusted, aren't you? <laughs> Imagine trying to put all this into a Tinder bio. I'm an erotic ex-Protestant. I've got all these hang-ups. And I'm mad because my Catholic friends were getting it in. All the while, I was watching Red Shoe Diaries on Scrambled HBO. Dear God. I say that because I did that. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. mom took that shit off, but like if the right time of night, you could catch just enough of it. Yep. The dark days before internet porn. Gosh. You probably don't remember those days, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> You're a better person You're for it. You're a better it. person for it. I mean, honestly, well, or go ahead. I grew up up a holler, so we had internet, but barely. Like, it worked, but not really. Did I remember the first up? YouTube video I ever watched. It was like a Third Eye Blind music video or something, <laughs> and it literally took an hour to load this one video. I, <laughs> I was like, fuck that this. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah. That's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, no, we... uh um. Yeah, we had shit like Winmex, Winamex, and like, um, you know, you had Napster, of course, and stuff like that. But doesn't that just take you back hearing Napster? Just... God, I miss that shit, man. Um. So, anyways, yeah, things change really crazy. Now we have a president that uses Twitter daily, and it's never boring. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> We're probably gonna get nuked to fuck, uh, which is pretty dope. But it's probably gonna be about <laughs> it's just because something crazy happened on Twitter. Death becomes a lot less scary at the prospect of like us all holding hands and just marching right into it together. It honestly, I've been very scared about this healthcare stuff. But then I'm like, 
I mean, everybody around me is going to be fucked up, too. So, I mean, <laughs> at least we're in it together. <laughs> that's it, man. It's like the only thing that's really scary about dying is like not being a part of yeah, like, tomorrow. Dying alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dying alone and all that shit. But yeah, if you die with everybody else, <laughs> it's all gravy. Who am I to stay I here by myself? The years leading up to 2012, I was all like, it was really calming because some like shit would happen and I'd be mad or upset. And I'd be like, you know, like it doesn't matter. Like the world's going to end in 2012 and like it doesn't matter. Like <laughs> nothing will be as anymore. Oh, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> the bad thing, well, I mean, we all went through this, but the same thing kind of happened in 2000. You remember 2000 was a lot the same way? The Y2K, yeah. So we've lived through two. Like legitimate, not legitimate, but like in our like two apocalypse scares that actually got some mainstream traction. Well, I we mean, through a lot. I mean, like living with the fucking living with the impending doom of either nuclear fucking holocaust or climate change induced, like uh, you know, just some freak weather event. I mean, like that's just that's just a really that does something to your psyche. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to be hopeful in that kind of atmosphere. Right. But if you're going to die with everybody else, it's kind of hopeful. Man, it's kind of beautiful in a way. I mean, you are going to be, like, drowning and getting struck by lightning. <laughs> Thanks, man. I wanted to be gay with you. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I mean, we cybered together in 2001. I never wanted to tell you. <laughs> and then, like... <laughs> It's like on like on almost famous, like we don't end up dying. They're yeah, just like yeah. Hey, I didn't mean any. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. talking some shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> I really was very depressed in my early twenties about climate change. Like, not so much like the I mean, I, I was just very okay. I was very depressed in my early twenties about the idea of like carrying capacity and like just the sort of like you know, like the bumblebee or the honeybees and like just like all the various ecological disasters that are occurring around us on a day-to-day basis. Like how we've lost like 95 99% of all species on the planet just in the last 50 years. You know, and just like that kind of shit used to really like freak me out. But now I've just kind of accepted it. Now it's just kind of like, you know, like what? Shit ain't getting pollinated. These bees are dying off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's like nothing one person can do about it. So, you know, you just kind of have to join your friends and gripe about it or become very zen about it. <laughs> or, you know, change the world. There's that thing, too. I'm not, <laughs> that's just a granted. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm taking that for granted because I'm, go- I'm really betting on our generation being the one that actually stops this whole climate change and shit. I hope we are. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I hope so too. Wouldn't that be great to fucking throw that back in the faces of all those piece of shit hacks that wrote all those bullshit mil- articles about how lazy millennials are? It's just like we saved your ass, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, fucking <laughs> David Brooks. You know they would still like find a way to turn it around to where we only save the planet to save ourselves. Like it wasn't like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Completely selfish acts that we say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were obsessed with yourselves and <laughs> vain selfish generation. <laughs> yeah, saved it all just so they could carry on. Oh, totally, totally. So we could post more selfies. Yeah, so we could post more selfies. Yeah. No, I mean, like, you know, on that note, uh, you know, it's weird to like examine like the things that have become normalized now and that were weird, like three months ago just be- I was thinking about this with the sort of EPA stuff like have y'all heard much about like the shakeup that's going on at the EPA like people are getting ousted left and right well anyways this would be a crazy story this would have been a crazy story six months ago but now we live in a world that's dominated by news of like Russia and all this other crazy shit and um it just kind of I don't have anything really profound to say about any of this it's just really uh it's just really crazy the things that you'll sort of normalize um yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I don't have anything else to put on that. Well, um, what else you got? Got anything? You got to go here soon, don't you, Johnny? Do you have to go to work? I do have to go to work in, like, 15 minutes. Okay. 
Well, fun. We have a good rapport. We should do this more often. Yeah, we really should. We really should. We need more Trillbillies. I would love to be an honorary Trillbilly. <laughs> the occasional Trillbilly. Yeah, we'll make you. We'll, we'll make you a full time if you yeah, want. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I need something to do. I'm about to graduate, and I ain't got shit to do when I do. So like. I have a little mini panic attack like four times a day. Everyone's oh. like, what are you doing when you graduate? I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> a lot of me. <laughs> yeah, I remember that time well. Don't, um, the best advice I can give is don't go to grad school. Uh, <laughs> at least not yet. I mean, because like every friend I have that went immediately to grad school says, I regret it. I wish I wouldn't have done it. And I'm just, I, I feel kind of vindicated in that moment because... I felt like my wheels were spinning at 23, 24. Like, I wasn't doing shit with my life. But now I feel pretty, like, I saved a lot of money during those years. And just kind of, I'm not in more student debt. Uh, you know, I'm just kind of, like, just coasting. We're chill. We got a middling podcast. We got a middling podcast. Yeah. Yeah, if you need something to do after you graduate, we'll just have you on the podcast. We okay. don't pay well. We don't practice what we preach. <laughs> we don't pay well. We don't even pay ourselves. Yeah, so don't feel bad. <laughs> we're, we're still doing this bullshit for free. Yeah. <laughs> if y'all know anyone who needs a social worker, you know where to find one. You got two right here that could probably... <laughs> yeah, we could probably use some <laughs> social probably benefit workers. benefit from social work. Right. That's one more thing. Like This whole semester, I've been working at a homeless shelter... So I'm like at the shelter from nine to five and then admire from six to midnight or six to 11. And it's so fucking like, I don't know, like during the day I'm having to convince this woman to go to the hospital or she's going to die from her MRSA infection from like shooting up. And then I have to go to work, admire. And I'm like, ma'am, I'm so sorry that you had to pay full price for these triscuits. Yes. Like, I'll fix it for you. It puts <laughs> it all in perspective. The juxtaposition of problems. Oh, I, fu- uh, I know. I know. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. And people treat you like shit. Just like completely oh, shit. And this is like a really popular thing on Twitter and Facebook a couple months ago. Uh, the, the video, and it's like... Um, Sorry you had to wait so long. Like, we're really short-staffed. And the millennial's like, oh, that's fine. No worries. Yeah. And then the middle-aged woman is wrecking the fucking room. It's so true. It is. Yeah. Yep. It's because these baby boomers, they all want to tell us, like, oh, you know, you got to uh, – why don't you do service industry work? Like, why don't you – like, you got to have an entry-level job or whatever. They're like, like – but – they never had to do fucking bullshit like that. It's so much wind at their back. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> And we've all, like, all, we're millennials, up to our fucking ears in student debt, like, have worked these shitty fucking jobs. <laughs> like, we know that, like, that they're hard and that, like, people are fucking terrible. And so we're not, I'm, I over tip because, you know, because I was treated like shit for so goddamn long in customer service. Like, oh, man. That's the yeah. worst. Yeah. The, the cool thing, though, is that... What was that? I, I think you oh, cut sorry. out a little bit. No, I, worked, I think you cut out a little bit. I worked at Cracker Barrel. I was a server, and, like, nobody under the age of, like, 45 ever eats a Cracker Barrel. Just the absolute oh. worst fucking clientele in the world. <laughs> the worst, like, the worst tipping demographic Barrel, ever. I fucking hate you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> one of the best memes... Absolutely. On that note, one of the best memes is the the mom haircut. Like, the, I want to speak to your manager haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so dead on. Oh, God. Terrible. <laughs> well, uh, so I guess we'll let you go. You know, I don't want to make you late to your, to your job. Um, but thanks for joining us. That's fine. I'm coming straight up out of the chat room and live from the message board. I'm at the crib all by myself, chatting online when I'm bored. Oh my lord, Black Planet got all the and all the freaks I hit your page and send a note Didn't hit me back when it's time to creep I'm trying to reach this girl Monique Her screen name is China Doll She's light brown with thick 
thighs and standing five foot seven tall. If she don't call me, it's okay. I hit up sexy eyes. Oh, too. Sophomore, it is you when she run track. That's what it do. I send a note to my girl, Crystal. She shooting star 99. She uploaded some sexy pictures. And oh my God, that girl is fine. Winding down, but not this time. I picked the keyboard. I'm online. Talking fly in the chat room. My conversation is going down. Where you from? Where you at? Little mama show talking nice. I'm telling me, me at you a right by the towers later on tonight. I'm sending all my girls a kite. I'm trying to find some internet hype. Hit me up on my sidekick. I'm signing off and I'm switching the site. I 